Hey listeners, I recently launched an ad-free Serial Napper feed so that you can enjoy the podcast without interruptions. Elevate your Serial Napper listening experience by joining my Patreon community and get yourself an ad-free feed on Spotify. For just $2 a month, you can become a member today and unlock ad-free episodes while still supporting the podcast. It's super easy. Just visit Serial Napper on your Spotify app and click the button at the top that says exclusive episodes for subscribers. Don't use Spotify for your listening? No problem. Just visit patreon.com slash Serial Napper to get your episodes ad-free and enjoy uninterrupted storytelling while you get your naps in. Mother's Day is almost here. Have you found that truly special sentimental gift for your mom yet? Don't worry, I got you. MyLifeInABook.com is a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Here's how it works. Every week, MyLifeInABook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions that you want to ask. And then she can either type her response or use their voice-to-text feature And MyLifeInABook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges that she overcame. This book becomes a legacy, something you and your children can treasure forever. Your mom has given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I loved this idea so much that I've started my own My Life in a Book for my children to have. The thought of my son and daughter being able to learn about my life story as they grow into their own adulthood is truly special. It's been an enjoyable journey of self-reflection for me too, with questions like, which one event made the greatest impact on your life? It's brought back memories I didn't even know I had. I love it, and I know your mother will too. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code SERIALNAPPER at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com and use code SERIALNAPPER for 10% off today. Hey everyone, konnichiwa, Nikki Young here, back with my true crime podcast series, Serial Napper. Thanks so much for tuning in to tonight's case, where we are bringing it back to the west coast of Canada for one of the country's biggest manhunts involving two teen killers and three murder victims. But before we jump in, if you follow me over on Facebook or Twitter, you've likely seen me mention something really special that I've been working on. I was supposed to launch it today, but I did have some technical difficulties, so you're just going to have to wait a little bit longer to see what I've been putting together. I promise it's going to be really cool and fun, especially for those of you who are into true crime and history, which, in my opinion, totally go hand in hand. If you're not subscribed over on Facebook, make sure you head over to Serial Napper. That's S-E-R-I-A-L-N-A-P-P-E-R, and give my page a like for the latest updates. Tonight's episode is brought to you by The Gallery. Based out of New York, The Gallery is a curated collection of photographs from around the world. 
While we're all unable to travel, this is a great way to bring a piece of the world to you. All prints are made from 100% recycled aluminum, giving your wall that gallery finish. And right now, the gallery is offering Serial Napper listeners 15% off of their purchase by using the code 15OFF. That's 15OFF. Go to thegallery.com. That's the G-A-L-R-Y.com. So your new wall will never look boring again. Okay, let's get into it. It was the summer of 2019 in British Columbia, Canada. On July 12th, Cam McLeod and Briar Schmigelski set off on a road trip, telling their families that they were headed to the Yukon for work, which is something that's very common for those who live in the Port Alberni area. Before we get into all the details of their trip, let's talk a little bit about who these teenagers were. So Cam McLeod was 19 years old and described as a kind, considerate, caring young man who always had been concerned about other people's feelings. According to friends, he was a big gaming nerd, mostly into fantasy video games like League of Legends. He didn't have a lot of friends, but the people that did know him described him as being really funny. Briar Schmigelski was 18 years old, and according to his father, he had a troubled upbringing due to his parents splitting up when he was young. He ended up living with his grandmother and didn't get a whole lot of attention, so he played a lot of video games and spent a lot of time on YouTube. Friends of his say that he was really quiet and shy with people that he didn't know very well, but he did become loudspoken in his inner circle. Briar really liked to go into the woods and play war with the airsoft gun that his father purchased for him. Overall, the two boys were, you know, just generally into video games and war games like a lot of other teenagers, but they mostly kept out of trouble. The pair had been friends since elementary school, and they both worked at a local Walmart together. So, on this road trip... They made a pit stop at Cabela's, which is basically an outdoor gear store selling hunting and fishing equipment. And once there, they legally purchased a Soviet SKS carbine, two magazines, and 20 rounds of 7.66 millimeter ammunition. And I hope I'm saying that correctly. I don't know guns all that well. Cam had a license to possess and acquire guns, so while the pair were young, they were able to do this with no issues. Now, as I said, I don't know a whole lot about guns, so I had to go and look it up on the Cabela's website. Interestingly enough, this particular gun says it's no longer available, and I'm not sure if that has anything to do with this particular incident or the new gun laws that were recently put in place in Canada. But if anyone knows guns and laws and anything to do with this type of gun, I'd love to hear it. So the website says this gun sells for around $500 taxes in. These surplus rifles feature a 20-inch blued steel barrel with a durable black synthetic TAPCO stock. The TAPCO system gives you a six-position adjustable T6 stock, so it will accommodate any sized shooter. A saw-style pistol grip for greater comfort and control, and an upper handguard rail for adding accessories and a five-round magazine. Includes a folding bayonet. After purchasing the gun and the ammunition the pair continued on their road trip. On July 13th, the following day, 
Lucas Fowler, an Australian, and China Deese, an American, left Hudson Hope on a trip to North Alaska. The couple believed that they were embarking on this romantic journey up north, but they really had no idea that they were about to have a deadly run-in with a pair of teens. Lucas loved traveling, and he had actually met his girlfriend China during a trip to Croatia. The pair were said to be deeply in love, always happy, and smiling around each other. They had spent Christmas together in the U.S. before Lucas left to work on a ranch in a remote part of B.C. China later joined him there for a week before they left to explore the country in their blue van. This blue van, Lucas had worked really hard to make sure that it was up and running and ready to go for their trip. On the evening of July 13th, Lucas and China Deese pulled into a petrol station in Fort Nelson to fill up on gas. A security camera captured the couple sharing a quick, loving embrace before they paid and pulled away. This was the last image of the couple alive, and I'll post it over on my Facebook page for you to see. It's very clear from the photo that the pair were enjoying every moment together, and it's really heartbreaking to think what was in store just around the corner for them. The next day, on July 14th, a tourist by the name of Charles Ray was driving on Highway 97, which is 20 kilometers south of Liard Hot Springs, when he noticed a broken-down blue van. It was the van belonging to Lucas in China, so he stopped and he offered to help, but the couple told him that they were planning to call a tow truck. Charles Ray camped three kilometers away, and he decided to check on them in the morning because he was worried the cell phone coverage wasn't so great there. Unfortunately, it would be too late. Actually, it's kind of odd because several people had seen the couple on the side of the road with their broken down blue van and stopped to offer to see if they could help, but for some reason they said no, that they would just handle it on their own and call their own tow truck. Lucas and China were last seen alive at 7.15 p.m. that night. In the early hours of July 15th, around 6.20 a.m., a transport truck driver sees what appears to be two bodies in the ditch close to where the van is broken down. So he stops and discovers it is the cold, dead bodies of Lucas and China. The bodies are both face down with their hands loosely at their sides. They are about 10 feet from the van and about 15 feet from each other. Five spent shell cases are located nearby by RCMP. Police also locate footprints leading south from the van, and inside the van is China's cell phone and Bank of America Visa card, so it didn't really appear to be a robbery. However, Lucas's phone was never located. July 16th, the following day, Leonard Dick leaves Vancouver in his Toyota RAV4 on a road trip to northern BC to watch Grizzlies. He tells his wife he'll be back on July 24th. Leonard was a botany professor, according to some. He had a somewhat gruff exterior, but could win over students with his dry wit, curiosity about the natural world, and passion for learning about bizarre and beautiful organisms that few people ever get to see. So the idea of him wanting to go watch grizzly bears was really nothing out of the ordinary. 
Sadly, just a few days into his trip, he was also about to have a run-in with the two teenage boys, who at that point told their families that they were in Whitehorse. On July 18th, Leonard Dick sends a text to his wife for the very last time. Now, Dees Lake RCMP is called early in the morning with reports of a burning truck in a pullout on Highway 37. While at the scene, police find a body a few kilometers south. The body would be later identified as Leonard Dick. However, at that time, police didn't know who he was, so a sketch was put out into the media to see if anyone would come forward with information. It wouldn't be until a few days later that his wife would see the sketch, I believe, in a newspaper or on the news and recognized it to be her husband. So she was able to positively identify him as the third victim. He had numerous injuries, including a gunshot wound from an SKS rifle. Besides that, there aren't a whole lot of other details as to what happened to him. My family is getting ready to make a big move across the ocean to a place where English isn't the spoken language. This isn't my first rodeo, so I'm making sure I'm fully prepared by learning the language ahead of time. Sure, I know I can use an app once I get there, but you'd be shocked by how much gets lost in translation. I want to talk like a local, which is why I'm excited to use Rosetta Stone, the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in the language you want to learn and has been a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, and more. Rosetta Stone helps you to think in the language you're learning using an intuitive process that's designed for long-term retention. Their built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation so that you're easily understood by native speakers. They have convenient desktop and app options, so you can learn on the go, and they offer a lifetime membership that includes all 25 languages at an incredible value. And now you can save even more with 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Serial Napper listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. Sunnier, warmer days are almost here. Why not get a head start on looking and feeling your best this summer by trying something new like Factors No Prep, No Mess meals that are ready to eat in just two minutes. Get a helping hand to meet your wellness goals with Factors chef-crafted meals that include different nutritional options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Healthy meal planning has never looked so good with Factors Fresh, never-frozen meals that are also dietitian approved No matter how busy you are, Factor can help kickstart and maintain a new healthy routine by making it easy to enjoy nutritious meals on the go. 
Plus, you'll never get bored eating the same thing every day because they offer 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. We're talking restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon because eating healthy doesn't have to be boring. Personally, I love not having to overthink what I'm going to eat every single day because that's half the battle, and I don't have to bother with shopping, prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. But the best part is, these meals are delicious with ingredients you can trust. Crush your wellness goals this May. Head to factormeals.com slash napper50 and use code napper50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code napper50 at factormeals.com slash napper50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Now, that burning truck that I mentioned, it wasn't Leonard's. It was actually Cam McLeod's truck, the truck that the two teenagers were driving in, and the teens were nowhere to be found. So police initially thought that they were missing persons who could be the victims themselves. Police believed that there was a killer on the loose. They now had three dead bodies and two missing teenagers on their hands. So they started questioning any eyewitnesses that they could find. Alondra Hall, who was a highway worker, had seen a strange man standing near the broken down blue van that had belonged to the tourist couple. She gave a description and police released a composite of a man that they believed to be the possible killer. Nothing would actually come from this sketch. It was likely a passerby or another motorist who was just stopping to see, you know, if they could help the broken down tourists, um, but it, it didn't turn out to be the killer. At the same time, the parents of the teenagers, Cam and Briar, were sick to death worried about their children after hearing about their truck being found lit on fire on the side of the highway. Police spoke to different family members, Cam's girlfriend, and she said that before he left on the trip, he texted her to tell her that they actually wouldn't be returning home. It was around this time, through different surveillance videos of stores and gas stations across the provinces, that police began to kind of piece things together. They discovered the footage of the teens buying the guns at Cabela's and connected the ammo to shells found at the crime scene. Cam and Briar were also seen at a store in Meadow Lake driving a Toyota RAV4, which is what Leonard Dick drove, and were publicly identified as suspects with a Canada-wide arrest warrant being issued. Police then searched the teens' family homes, and they found a photograph of Nazi paraphernalia and photos of Briar in military fatigues, brandishing an airsoft rifle, and wearing a gas mask. On July 23rd, Dick's Toyota RAV4 that the teens were last seen driving in was found burned. By July 24th, the RCMP had deployed the emergency response team, crisis negotiation team, air services, and canine units to Gillam and its surrounding area. For weeks, Canada was gripped over these random and senseless murders. 
Nobody could piece together why the teenagers had killed these three random strangers that they were in no way connected to and didn't know, and there were no clues as to where they were hiding out. Without a clear motive, police said that they were concerned about the risk to the public. They were basically just waiting for the teenagers to strike again. Breyer's father spoke out in the media, saying, He's going to be dead today or tomorrow. They're going to go out in a blaze of glory. Trust me on this. That's what they're going to do. And he was somewhat right. I mean, they sure as hell didn't go out in a blaze of glory. However, the manhunt came to an abrupt end when their bodies were discovered on a remote riverbank in northern Manitoba. They had killed themselves, and it's believed that Kamakloid shot Briar Schmigelski before shooting himself in a suicide pact. On their bodies was a digital camera that belonged to Leonard Dick. This camera held six videos and three pictures that have never been released to the public. Basically, police said, you know, they created these videos and took these photos because they wanted notoriety. So the police didn't want to give them that. But basically, in the videos, the suspects took responsibility for all three murders. A representative from the Royal Canadian Mounted Police said at a press conference, they indicated no remorse for their actions, as well as their intentions to potentially kill others. They also described their intent to commit suicide and their wish to be cremated. The teens gave no motive in the videos. Now, this is a really horrific case. I mean, there's never really a justification for killing anyone. But this murder spree brought on by these two teenage boys seems to be completely random and without motive. Both boys were into war paraphernalia and video games. Both were described as kind of loners, but that doesn't really mean anything. Nobody who knew them ever described them as having violent tendencies. They never saw them lash out or become angry. And unfortunately, it's something that we'll never get the answers to. Now, I have a bit of an update from just this year. Alan Schmigelski, the father of Briar, was placed on a 12-month peace bond in May after pleading guilty to sending harassing and threatening emails to a deputy minister in the provincial government last December. He basically blamed the government for his son's death. You know, the death he imparted on himself after killing three innocent people. It seems Alan sent a slew of harassing emails, including one email entitled Bye-bye, which contained a photo taken at the autopsy of his son showing a gunshot wound to the head. He also sent a picture of an ad for an assault weapon with no other text. It was the same weapon used in Briar's death. It appears he basically just had a complete mental breakdown, which, I mean, is incredibly sad, right? He can't be blamed for Briar's criminal acts, but clearly he is suffering the consequences. I think the most important thing here is to remember the three beautiful individuals who lost their lives on the highways of Alberta. Lucas Fowler and China Deese, the young couple in love who really died doing what they enjoyed most, seeing the world. But their lives were cut away too short. And Leonard Dick, 
who was a loving husband and father who just wanted to take in the beautiful wildlife of Canada. I mean, there's really nothing more wholesome than that. That's it for tonight. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you want to reach out, you can find me on Facebook at Serial Napper. That's S-E-R-I-A-L-N-A-P-P-E-R. You can also search for me over on Apple or Spotify or seriously just about any podcasting thingy app program website you can find. You can check me out on Twitter at Serial underscore Napper or hey, I'm on YouTube. I actually take all of my podcast content and put them over on YouTube for those of you who prefer to watch videos versus, you know, listening to your podcasts on your phone. Personally, I listen to all my podcasts before bed as I'm falling asleep, but I know some of you like to watch on YouTube. So you can go find all my videos. You can look for me by username. My username is Nikki Young Serial Napper, which is all one word. And like I said, I would super appreciate it if you could head over on whatever app you're listening to me on and leave me a review. I promise it only takes a few minutes and it's literally the very best way that you can support me. If you want to know about my secret surprise that I've been working on, that secret little project that I promise, promise, promise is coming out any day now, uh, check out all my social media pages. I'll probably be launching it on Facebook first. So Facebook will see it first. Okay, until next time, don't be a Dahmer. Bye.